Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. <laughs> Greetings, Koopalings. Welcome back to the Nintendo Shack or uh, Rebecca and Friends, as it's been known. Rebecca mm-hmm. talks Nintendo with friends, with some dudes, some guys. Some random guys off some the guys. street. Can we at least get the Z? Yeah. It'd be like Rebecca and the guys. Be like a band <laughs> name. I like it. We get like one of those Scooby-Doo intros where she's like front and center with the guitar and we're just in the background. I'm down with it. You Are you doing, what are you doing? Are you doing keys or bass or drums? Like uh clarinet i used to play clarinet so <laughs> oh i like it wow That's good uh We're going guys, different here uh, we started off a little technical issues so and it and it's just kind of how my day's going it's been one of those days for mm-hmm. me um but before we thank our patron it's a very special patron i want to thank tonight um i've had a rough day i got in a huge argument with kevin over dumb control opinions and i mm-hmm. also had a really bad day at work and I had a lot of stuff that I worked really hard on kind of get 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 trashed and flamed and made me feel bad. I'm and sorry. I had to do a lot of extra work. And uh, mm-hmm. also, we're spiking. Yeah, again. <laughs> we're spiking back. And uh, today was the day that the schools were like, we're all going back to school August 4th. And the Board of Health was like, and we're all getting mm-hmm. coronavirus again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, uh, I didn't feel real great, like, before we started mm-hmm. the podcast, to be honest with you. Um, I sent my wife for like a bottle of rum. I was like, you know what? I just, I haven't had a drink in like a week. Not that I'm trying to quit or anything. I was just, I just didn't have one. And I was like, I really could, I think I could use a drink. Like I could just use it. I got in a fight with my daughter. She broke my, she broke my Wi-Fi card, my work Wi-Fi card. Oh no. So it's just like, it's not going well. And I say all of that to say this, because, um, this actually meant quite a bit to me. And I don't think you'll ever know exactly how much it meant to me, but about five minutes before we were supposed to actually record, so about 45 minutes ago before we ran into technical issues, mm-hmm. um, my son came down and he goes, Dad, uh, before you podcast, I want to tell you something. I say, hey, what's that? And uh, he says, um, I felt bad that mom bought your Father's Day present. And he's like, I wanted to give you this. And he made me a Last of Us keychain. Oh, that's he, awesome. That's so cute. He, he, he drew that. Wow, that's so good. He that's he drew really that good. by hand, staring at the PlayStation. It's tiny, guys. You <laughs> oh, see this, this little keychain? Yeah. Um, the logo that's on the the special edition PlayStation. Correct. It's Ellie's wow. tattoo. And it just made me feel great. Aww. So Major I, thought day. I, I thought I would share that. It really did. It really did. That's the did. kind of thing where it doesn't matter what else happened during the day. That reminds you, you know, what's important. So that is going up on my shelves of Good. Last of Us stuff. I have shelves now. It's not just shelf. It's you shelves. You got two. Shelves. <laughs> um, okay. Every week we usually start the show by thanking our producers that support us at patreon.com slash PSVG. We're not going to read all those names tonight because we have a special thank you. And before we do that, I'd like to make a plug. For those of you who've never been there, and for those of you that already support us over there, you may not know about this benefit. But those that support us at the highest level, it's only $20. There's a lot of other Patreons that have much higher, much higher levels. Um, if you support us at the $20 level, you may not be aware of a benefit that you have. You can run an ad on one PSVG show of your choice a month. <laughs> and um, Michael Masick sent in, uh, we were you know, asking for people to fill out um, 
request for the t-shirts, the house party t-shirts. And um, he messaged me. Uh, he had just read it and he and I explained to him what it was. And he was like, oh my God, I didn't know that that's like what that referred to. He's like, I would love to do it. So we are going to listen to him plug his and his son's show, hmm. Dad's Gaming Corner. So everybody, hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, my name is Michael Masick and with me today is my son Jaden and we are so excited to be talking to you today about a brand new podcast we'll be bringing your way called Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about video games, movies, and everything in between. Yep, each week we'll be talking to you guys about what uh, movies we're seeing as well as some movies we're excited to see as they come out in theaters and some games that we're playing this week. Uh, on the show, we also might mention a couple games or movies that we just don't think are really worth your time. Yeah, games that you just need to stay away from. So listen each week to the different and unique views, thoughts, and opinions of a middle-aged dad, myself, 37 years old, dad of four, and my son, Jaden, who's 14, as we dive into today's culture, a very exciting time when gaming has never been bigger, and movies from both Marvel and Star Wars rule the cinematic universe. So stay tuned as we release new episodes weekly on Wednesday mornings. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC. You can also find us on Facebook, as well as subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast so you can be staying up to date as episodes are released. We look forward to it, and we look forward to hearing from you as well. There you have it. Dad's Gaming Corner from Michael Masek, producer of tonight's Nintendo Shack. Thank you so much, man. And uh, I hope that encourages some other folks to maybe think about uh, plugging a show of theirs or anything. So when we first set it up, it wasn't just meant for like advertisements, obviously, although that's what you could use it for. Absolutely. And we love to share uh, podcasts that are within the PSVG family. Like, I love that. I think that's great. I wish I could do that for other shows. I would. I would pay money to plug Shack on other shows. I think it'd be awesome. Um, but it was also meant like as like a goof. I think uh, Coach Mo ran like a complete like fake ad. Once he just made <laughs> up like a fake ad and it was like a joke. That's I awesome. think Callow has done the same. And we don't get a lot of them or as many as I'd hoped when we set up the uh, the idea for the for the reward. I thought it was a cool mm-hmm. little perk. So uh, I'm real happy that Shaq gets lead away here in 2020 with our first patron submission. And Michael, by the way, that's yours, man. Like that perk is yours every month. So if you want to stay at the tier, you can keep having it. Now, I do need to tell anybody that's thinking about doing it. It does come with some, like, it comes with, like, some rules, right? We're mm-hmm. not going to run anything. <laughs> like, you can't, like, it, it can't be, like, lewd or rude or offensive. Um, it can't be five minutes. <laughs> like, I don't have, like, a, a, a time. I think it's kind of, like, what the Supreme Court would say. Like, you know what when you see it? Like, you know if it's too long, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. It can't be a, a giant long <laughs> No freedom film. of speech here, man. Right. And it, and it's also not like it's meant for – this is a way for us to to show th- thanks and appreciation for those that support us at the highest level. This isn't like a one and done, hit it and quit it type thing. You can't come in, be the patron, do your ad and go away. Right? Like we do mm-hmm. kind of require that you stay around a bit because we take – I – you know, I want to say I. I don't want to speak for everybody. I – don't want to plug anything that we don't believe in that's not a part of the actual psvg family that was kind of what this perk was set aside for so if anybody out there is listening to it and you're thinking about doing that those are kind of the ground rules cool 
without further ado, let's get into what we're up to. And let's start with Rebecca. What you been doing? I actually have been doing a great job completing games for once. <laughs> um, I feel like the past couple of weeks I've been saying, oh, well, I haven't really been. Um, sorry, my poster fell. Um, haven't really been playing too many games. Haven't really been completing anything. Um, but this week I actually finished three things. Um, the wow. first was the um, Pokemon Isle of Armor DLC. Um, I finally finished that because I played the first half the day it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I actually don't know if I like completely finished it. Um, mm-hmm. But I got to the point where Kubfu evolves um, and got Urshifu and like completed all of that with him. Um, I think there's like other little things to keep doing and like I'll probably keep playing it like off and on, you know, as I go, as I want to get back into Pokemon to do mm-hmm. raids and whatnot. But like, I think I finished the main storyline for that. How um, long, how long was it? It wasn't very long. It was okay. like, I probably completed the whole thing in like two hours. Do you oh, feel wow. like you got your money's worth with that? I mean, I still, like I said, I haven't finished everything there is to do with it. And mm-hmm. um, the whole second half of the DLC is still coming out um, yep. that's true. later this year, which I still feel like that's going to be like the meat of it. Garrett, mm-hmm. let me yes. answer your question more succinctly. There is no price too high for Cubone. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say for Cub Fu. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I made the mistake because I had to level up the um, the Cub Fu to do the the tower um, mm-hmm. where you have to beat the five trainers um, to be able to evolve him. And so I used some experience candy to get him up to like what I thought was going to be around level 70 or so. And I accidentally oh, hold, used too hold up, many. Hold up, hold up. It's rare candy. No. R- what? There's no, a new item? There's experience candy. What is this? It's um, what is this garbage? <laughs> it kind of is garbage. It's like an <laughs> item that you get after doing raids. Um, that you it's it's basically the same as rare candy, but it gives okay. you experience instead of levels. Oh, instead of levels. Okay. Yeah, it's All basically right. the same. But I gotcha. Instead of rare candy, I couldn't say, okay, here's sixty of them to gain sixty levels. I like gave them however many extra large experience candies there were and mm-hmm. I accidentally got them up to level 90. <laughs> so awesome. I was able to sweep floor the tower. Um, cool. I realized that I'm as far as Pokemon goes, I am more, I think these days of a completionist where like I collect them rather than like play for the story or mm-hmm. like the competitive, like even the competitive side, I feel like I'm getting away from. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to fill in my Pokedex um i like to have one of everything and that's Mm -hmm. about where my interest like has been falling recently with pokemon um so i was able to evolve my kubfu into urshifu get that pokedex entry and like i am good with pokemon for a while i think now now you have to redo it and then get the other evolution right i think it counts as this so like there's two different forms of urshifu gotcha i think it counts both pokedex entries if not i can trade for the other one um Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rebuy the the DLC to just get. That's what you, what they want (laughs) you to do. You would think. Um, I mean, that's why there's two different versions of it, right? Yeah, that's why the DLC isn't just. No, it's for community. It's trading. It's being with friends, (laughs) Donnie. (laughs) Coming together. But I mean, like I said, like I think it's for for the price for what it is. I think it's good. Um, cool. There's still more to look forward to. There, like I said, there's definitely stuff that I will continue to do in it. Um, like I think you can 
get Urshifu to Gigantamax. You can um, collect all of the diglets that are in the area. There's other little stuff to keep doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure I'll keep coming back to it over the summer until the um, the second half comes out. Um, I've been making a point to play some more classic games. Um, so this week cool. I played through Super Castlevania 4. Yes. Um, I cheated the heck out of it and used save states because, man, that game is hard. I'm not going to. Yeah, I use save states. That's there's hard. No, there's no um, but I think back then, like, games were designed to be a little bit harder to beat. Um, you know, you you would have fewer games to play. You would have um, more time to play them. They I cost don't really more. have that time anymore. They cost more. Yeah. Yeah. Too. yeah. They wanted um, you to play for a long time. So for me, in 2020, when I just want to experience Castlevania 4, um, Super Castlevania 4, I um, used the save states. It was really good. How did I you love play it? I used an emulator. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's I know. Were you thinking it's, about the, it's one of my the favorites. Castlevania Collection? Yeah, I was thinking. I was going to ask if you did Castlevania Collection, or is it like the Super Nintendo Classic, or did you do it on 3DS? There's a lot of different ways. Yeah. What controller? The Super Nintendo controller from the cool. Switch Online. So yeah, I, I like to use at least the controller hardware. Mm-hmm. It's a favorite um, of mine. I, I I feel like I play it almost every Halloween. I play it through like at least like the first few floors, and then like <laughs> I turn it off and try to get into something more modern, but. Every Halloween, I kind of get in the mood for that. What's so special about it? Because I, I always hear Symphony of the Night. That's the Castlevania game you need to go to. I actually would agree with that. If you're okay. looking for like, if you're like, I want to play the best Castlevania game. Yeah. I would probably submit Sym- Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night was awesome in the way that like it turned the game around. Yes. Literally. <laughs> and literally, uh, yeah. Uh, and that was like, I don't know this for sure. Again. And my DLC is about to come out. So a lot of people are about to, if you listen, if you're a patron, about to listen to kind of how I grew up with games. I'm a little bit behind the time. So, you mm-hmm. know, my timeline is bad, but I believe at the time that was like one of the first games that like pulled off a trick or a mechanic like that, cool. at least from like in a major way. So it's always like really special to a lot of people. It's a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it also like from, you know, inventory management and the characters and the villains and everything like that's just really like, Castlevania like amped up to like 11 whereas Super Ca- Castlevania 4 I want to say was probably the first one I ever played but cool. also it it, um, it was my first Castlevania 2 I have never played one before this um, it's also like it's really good but at like a very basic level it's like mm. the best version of like the basic Castlevanias I think um, with the colors and the setting and the music and, and like it's very simple you know it's in mm-hmm. it's NES I thought, game I thought the music, so I actually was really impressed with it it was one of the earlier yeah. Super Nintendo games um, with like the spinning stages and the, the clock tower level um, like there were some things that I wasn't expecting for a game that, that's that old it was beautiful I, I just thought. has that mood it was one yeah, of those cool. first games that I ever like got that mood with mm-hmm. yeah. gotcha yeah Great game. Um, not um, really Nintendo related, but I did finish Mass Effect 2. Everybody How died. Dare you? I am horrible, <laughs> apparently, at <laughs> saving everyone. If I, if you ever find yourself on my ship in a mission, you might want to get off because you will probably die on my mission, if that's <laughs> any indicator. It's our podcast, mate. If you ever find yourself on a team with me, I'm going to look at each other. We're like, <laughs> everybody died. It was so sad. Um, but that was really fun. I think if a remastered, you know, there's, there's, there's rumors of the remastered um, Mass Effect trilogy coming mm-hmm. to other consoles mm-hmm. at some point. Um, I know that the Switch probably wouldn't get it, but if it ever did, I, I would, it would rebuy it. 
Yeah, it would be. I don't think so. (laughs) That game's beautiful in the PS3 version that I just played. Like a remastered version of it, I think would. It's going to look insane. Like Cyberpunk? Probably. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, Cyberpunk. That, that was good. a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if if they're remastering it for the next gen consoles, it could look beautiful. Maybe. It's a great know. game. <laughs> I never got into Mass Effect. Um, okay. We started at the like when Xbox got backwards compatibility. I had this little thing with Josh where he's like, "You've got to play it," and I did play. I played two for about eight hours, and I was like, "I'm good, guys." Like I checked it out, played it, I get oh, it, but I'm done. It's not your cup of tea. It's really not. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Um, other than that, I um, am still on the Animal Crossing grind. Um, still playing every day. Haven't missed a day yet. Um, my island just this week got a five-star rating for the first wow. time. Yay. Uh, Congrats. Yeah, it's coming along. My daughter um, hit the 125-hour mark. Ooh, and, nice. Uh, she got, I know Tom Nook is there now. I think that happened last week, though. So I have no idea how far along she is, but we're always saying she's she's playing really slowly, but playing a lot. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's okay. There's no wrong way to play Animal. I don't Crossing. think she. I don't think she has an idea or like a. She has no awareness on like progression. So for her, like she's totally happy to just like decorate and like dig holes mm-hmm. and chop trees. You know, like she's but spending a lot of time doing that. That's the way that it's meant that. to be played. That's I feel the like now, yeah. like I'm comparing myself to what other people are doing online. I'm seeing how far other people are getting. I'm seeing like what my island could look like. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and if I didn't have that, I would be playing it at that. She thinks about that when she visits Kyle. She's like, oh my God, <laughs> Kyle's island. She has, he has everything. What is he doing? And uh, by the way, Kyle, so now you're watching, I'm just like, he cheats. He's just, just huge, <laughs> huge cheater. He bought it all. No, I don't tell her that. Um, but I, she, she should come visit my girlfriend's island. Ooh, she should. Is her island yeah. pretty impressive? She has hit over four hundred hours on my profile, and ooh, God knows how. God knows how long on her other profile. Wow. Uh, she had a five star rating since last month. She, she figured out time traveling. Yeah, no, so she did. Every time, time I too. see you go online playing Animal Crossing, it's her, right? It's her. Okay. It's all her. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if we'll have like a class action lawsuit where somebody's like, "Animal Crossing did this to me," <laughs> you know, like I, didn't know I you lost my have girlfriend with breaks in games or something. Uh, I was happy to report her her best friend from church bought a Switch just mm. to play Animal Crossing. So wow. now they are setting up like these Zoom plays where they get Aww. on a Zoom call on phones and then they just play together since they haven't seen each other like in oh, person in months. So yeah, it's very cute. Yeah, I think there, there's been a lot of stuff like that and. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about the updates that are coming, but like I would like to see them add more at this point things to do with other people online. Um, mm. You know, I miss the mini games and stuff. They need to add more stuff like that. It's very limited what you can do with friends online. But I still play every day. So. Animal Crossing <laughs> Golf, man, make it happen. It, I talked awesome. about it. I heard an entire show with Sean and Bobby where Bobby talked about it, completely separate from anything that I ever said. Like there should be. Groundswell movement behind this. I would take Animal Crossing, Mario Golf before Mario Golf. I would love. Really? So here's the thing. Wow. The one thing that I would love more than anything, <laughs> like if, if you were like, Donnie, make your grandest Mario Golf game, would give me the ability to make my own courses. Like take the Sim Golf Manager and add that to Mario Golf and I would lose my mind. Like that would be mm-hmm. the end thing for me. What a better franchise to do that with than Animal Crossing. Kyle and I have been talking about this for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> like Kyle and I talked about it like I feel like two years ago. He was like, they should let Animal Crossing make a golf game. And I was like, right. 
this is the most amazing idea ever. Uh, I think it, would, it could work for yeah, sure. Good, because you could still have that whole sim management thing, right? It has Except the vibe. In, yeah, instead of building, you know, shops in, in paths, you build a golf cart. Like, I would spend thousands of hours There could be, like, another laying. island that you go to, so it doesn't take up your own island. Have it be, like, a side island or something. I would lose my mind. That would do it for me. I'd be That's, like, like Mount Rushmore of announcements. I would, <laughs> I would go insane excited for that. Um, but yeah, that's, um, I mean, that's, that's what I've been playing. I finished a lot of stuff, so I've been productive. Okay. Cool. Um, I have finished today, actually. I'm really happy to report this because, um, <laughs> not, not that I want to, I don't want to be derogative on the game at all. I very much enjoyed the game, but I finished the coma too, the vicious sisters. Um, you guys might remember I reached out for this game. Um, I wanted to get a code early cause I wanted to play it before the last of us. Right, I didn't realize at the time that I'd get a chance to play The Last of Us early. So I got the code the same day they got Last of Us. I was like, well, I'm not going to play the coma. Sorry, guys. Um, so I put it off until I finished. So I started last week. And uh, it is, it is, it's an interesting thing. Sometimes when you review games, um, I feel like a beholden. You know, like you want to review it and you want to review it as fast as possible because yep. yeah, they gave you the game. You know, so you want to do right by them. Um, but at the same time, like this whole week, I've really just had a strong urge to play other games. Like since we talked last week, that. I started playing Hellblade, and I just want to like get back and replay Hellblade. <laughs> like, because we talked about right, it, <laughs> I, was like, I just want to play this other game. So there has been a little bit of like I feel like I've been kind of forced into it. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say that once I get into the game and get playing, then I feel kind of right at home and I just kind of keep playing. But it's just you know what I'm saying. Like you fight that urge as a gamer sometimes to pick up something. You know, like if you're not really into playing it, you're like oh, I guess. You know, I have that like every time. There you go. <laughs> every time I play, um, it's really, really good. I did write down some notes. Um, so you play as Mina, and she is a character from the first game. You don't need to play the first game to play the second game. In fact, I might suggest that you play the second game first if you've never played either one of them. Um, and I guess I should say, for the record, I, I just say like the coma, assuming that everybody knows what I'm talking about. Most people probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, the coma is a survival horror game that i played and streamed on our youtube like four years ago like three or four years one of the first games i ever got a chance to review actually it was back when psvg was actually cranking out lots of game reviews and i got to meet the 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 dev dev espresso games great name and i think they're korea i think i want to say um i'm not sure about that off the top of my head i might have them confused with somebody else um but we had a like a great relationship, and my stream was pretty cool, and, and people liked it, and I talked about it on the on the show, and I've since referred back to it and attention as some of my favorite scary, spooky items on the system that you can try. Now, Garrett, do you know anything about the coma? Uh, you just told me basically just everything about you horror. know. Yeah. Okay. Do you know anything about Clock Tower? No. Oh, so sorry. The coma. No, that's good. The coma. I would best describe as a persona styledish mm-hmm. game meets clock tower clock okay. tower one of my favorite horror games ever <laughs> i love oh, that wow. game it is a top game for me um came out on playstation and there's been a couple in the franchise but when i say clock tower i always mean the original which mm-hmm. is hard to go back to i do have a rom and emulator and i have played it hard to go back to but I'll never forget what it was like the first time I played it. Point and click adventure game where you're being hunted by a man called Scissor Man. So you're in these little facilities and you got to find the key card to unlock the door to get the, the rope to unlock the ladder to get out the window to get to the garage to, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those types of games. All the meanwhile, you are literally being hunted by this murder. Uh, and you, you uncover notes and all these things, you know, that tell the story. 
This game is very much the same way, except that you're in a school, you're trapped in the school, and your teacher becomes like this succubus type creature. So these long nice. nails and super, you know, oh, big teeth crazy. and everything. Um, in the first game, you played the entire time in the school. And it was more, the school was the main, mm, the school was the setting, right? Your teacher mm-hmm. was the villain. In this game, there are multiple villains kind of adding on to it. You remember last week and I said this game felt very much like probably the game that they wanted to make, mm-hmm. right? It is very much like it's just very fleshed out the same thing. One of the things that I really liked about this one compared to the original is that there are multiple settings. You start off in the school and I thought we were just doing the same thing. I was really surprised like 30 minutes later I left the school. I was like, oh, snap, look at this. Went to uh, the cop station, the bus station, the market. So that's really cool because uh, I think some people... If you've played a lot of these type of survival games, you might feel like they're repetitive. Get the key, unlock the door, get the thing, right? Is it a point and click or? It's not is point it... and click. You have full action control over okay. your character. Is it 3D or? Uh, it's 2D. It's 2D. Okay, it's, cool. I mean, yeah, it's it's like you're moving like a comic. It's oh, like okay, a cartoon. Gotcha. It's 2D, but you know, it's not like top down, like Zelda 2D type of thing. Right, right, right. right. Um, it's very stylish. And in this regard, this one is way more stylish than the first, I think, ever was. There's way more video effects, way more, like sometimes like screens and stuff in the background will flicker, they'll turn on and off, or you'll see like neon glow from the lights. There's all kinds of great, like, I mean, just horror inspired environmental elements to the setting that wasn't in the first. So all kinds of like just devilish like vines and dead bodies and you know blood stains and stuff like that yeah it's all over it's all over um and you run it so like um the main part of the game again is you go from point a to b trying to complete the objective there are some Mm -hmm. minor puzzles right so it may be like get to the security room and then you find the map you go to the security room you find what what what's going to happen security room's locked Oh, now I got to find the police officer as the key to this right so it's one of those types of things Mm -hmm. um but then you're being hunted by your, your teacher and the sister and then the other kind of ghouls that patrol the halls. And Are they, they slowly like following you or? Oh, when they, so you hear her, um, her heels click, like her high oh. heels click and that, and it like starts to get louder as she gets closer to you. Um, one of the things that's different from this game from the first one is in the first game, you had like this flashlight. So you turn mm-hmm. the flashlight on and it would light up like everything in front of you. This game, you don't have a flashlight, you have a lighter. So your field of view is smaller. Much smaller, yeah. Much, much more limited. So you hear those clicks and you can turn the light off and it'll make you easier to hide. Because here's mm-hmm. the thing. You can't fight her. She'll kill you in one hit. Um, <laughs> she runs and gets you like you're dead. So what so happens... What's, so what's the objective? What are you trying to do? You're trying to survive and, and pick out the story and, and get to the next level. You're just always trying to advance. But when she finds you, because um, she will lots of times, you're going to run into it over and over. It, it does get to the point by the end where you're just like, okay, get out of the way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she finds you, what you have to do is you have to hide. You have to hide without being seen where you're hiding. So that's like this game of running away as fast as you can in and out of rooms to kind of lose, you know, get her off your trail. Gotcha. And then you hop into a locker or a bathroom or you you hide up under a desk or something. And uh, that leads me to kind of, um, I think, the main difference between the sequel and the first one. And it is something I don't want to sound like a, it's too harsh. To be honest with you, it's kind of like a toss up with me. I think I preferred it the first way, but I didn't really mind it the second way. It just is something that I found to be very noticeable. The second one has a lot of quick time events, which is something that I've never been particularly fond of. The first Mm -hmm. game, you run into the locker, monster wouldn't get you, you pop out a locker. Some may think that's too simple, right? And maybe it's too repetitive. 
this game, you run into a locker, and um, the second, actually, the probably most important about the sequel compared to the first one is the sequel has this whole stamina mechanic. Whereas the first game, you could just run as long as you want. Mm. Now you can't, right? So now that's another thing you also have to kind of wade. So you run, hopefully your stamina doesn't run out, to the locker. You hop in the locker, and as the monster comes by, you have to hold your breath, which means you have to perform a quick time event. Mm-hmm. The quick time event is harder to perform if you have no stamina. So oh, it becomes this okay. whole stamina, stamina management type you know, process, which, to be honest with you, not my favorite thing. Like I, I didn't yeah. really. I I prefer to play it without it. Um, to me, those types of things feel tedious. I would much rather have like an action oriented response where like maybe I could kick her away or maybe like I could, swipe up or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. something. Um, in the first clock tower, like the guy could punch the dude. Like you'd have mm-hmm. like this one quick window, and it wasn't like a quick time event. And I guess this is what I was going to ask you guys: is do you see a difference? Because like in the in the, in the clock tower. Um, if you were playing as a man character, there would be like an opening where he'd go to attack you where you could just punch him. <laughs> like you could mm. punch him and you could run away. And if you were a girl, like you would hide and get down and you would like kick him in the groin and then you could run away. Right. Is that any different having like a limited window where you can make a move than a quick time event? I, there's for sure a difference. I know right? there's a difference, but like at the same time, they are kind of like the same thing, right? They're requiring you to press a button at a certain yeah. window. Probably. But I feels different, doesn't it? It feels totally different. It feels when very like, different. When you have full um, control over the situation versus the mm-hmm. screens like press up, left, and right. Yeah. <laughs> you they know, need to press buttons, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I didn't like that as much. Um, but the second game, like I said, it looks better. I think it runs better. I think that's it looks great. If you're into, if you're into something like this, I think you'll very much enjoy it. Uh, good story. I do think... The variety is good. Um, the puzzles are light. It's not too hard. And uh, by the time uh, I made it to the last one, like I said, I was kind of ready for it to be over because I wanted to get back to some things like Pokemon. I haven't played Pokemon DLC since the day it came out. And like, oh. I'm, I'm kind of jonesing now. I'm like, uh, I want to play Pokemon, but I wanted to oh, get I- this. <laughs> I wanted to get this done. Um, hope I didn't make you feel like what I played was too short. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just wanted to get back to it and play it because yeah, okay. I was getting into the Pokemon thing and then I got, yeah. you know, ripped right yeah. out. So mm-hmm. um, I really much enjoyed it and I'm thankful that they let me play the game and it is a game that I would recommend and I'll probably give away a copy at some point later on, uh, maybe around Halloween or something. I think mean, that's what I did with the last one. Um, so look out for that. I'll probably have some, some sort of shack giveaway or something um, once digital codes go up. And I do know they did a physical copy for the first one. So mm-hmm. hopefully they'll do a physical copy for the second one. But if you're into scary spooky games, um, I think it's really, really good. I really liked this one. I liked the the Coma Rica and I liked Detention. I like them more than some of the Resident Evil games that we have. So if you're wow. looking for spooky games, I would suggest you give them a chance. Awesome. The other game that I've been playing to get Garrett here uh, is playing the Pokemon Cafe Mix. Oh, I cool. was actually playing the Coma 2 when this dropped. And I stopped playing it and I didn't get back to it for like 90 minutes. Like this Pokemon wow. Cafe mix like yeah. really got me for a minute. I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> it was so easy to just keep swirling. It's keep designed playing. to catch you. Yeah, it really for is. Sure. Um, the only thing I really want to say about it was now pause. Would you please bring me a soda and a cup? Do you remember at the top of the show, I mentioned that I asked my wife to go get, she got rum. So some rum, yeah. But she just brought me this. Like, I'm supposed to just pull the cap off this need, and just start drinking? Sure. It's one of those hey, days. That's what I do with bourbon. It is one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear the um, cafe mix impressions because I have not downloaded it. Um, it didn't, 
it didn't really catch me. So if you played for 90 minutes, that sounds like I might want to download it. I got to level 20 because it's a mm. free game. I uh, This is what I used to, and this is actually going to come up here in a minute when we get into the news. Anytime <laughs> we get a free game, I have kind of like a rule that I abide by. I typically throw like $5 at it, like the first mm-hmm. initial pack, and I see how far that'll take me before I decide if it's actually something I want to spend money on. So far, I don't think any free game has got me beyond my $5 purchase. Like once I wow. go as far as $5 take me, I'm like, that's it. I'm good. Um, when we first saw the game, and Garrett, interrupt, get in here. Tell me what you mm-hmm. think. Uh, when we first saw the game, I was very confused. I was like, what? Oh, how, yeah. how is this a puzzle? Like what is happening? It just looked, looked well in the trailer. It just looked Literally chaotic. Twirled. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What I didn't realize was that when you twirl your finger, right? All the like icons match. They like stick together, like they clump. Yeah, yeah, they clump together like yeah. a web. Yeah, so they they clump and they stick together, and then you have a timer how long you can clump them together, and then mm-hmm. at the end of the timer they disappear, and you have a certain amount of limited moves to complete yeah. the puzzle. It, it like it gets better. There's more, Rebecca. Um, they introduce these little mechanics depending on the recipe that you're doing, where you may have to break up sugar cubes or collect tomatoes or get mm-hmm. garlic or, or whipped cream or whatever the stuff is. And, and you have to abide by all those rules too. So you collect different Pokemon that come to the cafe. They really like it. Then they join the cafe. They get little outfits and stuff. And every Pokemon has their own little thing that they can do. The art style is really good. The art, the art is style is fantastic. So and cute. as you complete the recipes, you start leveling up and upgrading the Your cafe. Pokemon. So you yeah. get new stuff, you get new, you can, you get a bakery bar and, and a whipped cream station and you just kind of keep doing that. Garrett, I still don't know what the hell acorns do. <laughs> like, I, got I don't acorns. know either. I don't know what they do. I think it's going to be like a currency for the actual store that you want to buy from, right? Is, isn't that it? Like, like, I, I don't know. I think you're going to use real money to get acorns as well. Ah, I um, got you. That makes sense. And get cosmetics or or maybe like more lifetimes, more moves. I, don't I did know. see like there's like a heart timer and stuff. I thought that maybe that was like a cooldown. It's like to hey to keep playing, you you might have to refill that at some oh, point or something. Okay. I didn't okay. I didn't play that long. Um but I did buy the cute Pikachu. So I got the cute Pikachu with the little chef hat and the little thing with nice. a little apron. And uh so I mean it's a free game. You're not gonna find me throw too many stones at a free game. I liked it. Way more than I ever thought I would when they showed it. When they showed it, I'm pretty sure I made fun of it. I wouldn't make fun of it now. It's a pretty, pretty fun game. I played you feel it. Like it. Sorry, real quick. Does it, do, do you feel like it nudges you to spend money? Like, Do you feel annoyed like you should be spending money? It did right as I... Or, um, hmm. No. No, not really. Not yet. I don't think so. Not yeah, yet. Okay. I got to the point at the end when I, of my playing. Like I said I did 20, mm-hmm. 21 recipes or so far i think i'm at i think i might be on recipe like 22 or 23 wow when you get to that recipe level i started to like there were a couple times where i lost i didn't make it and there are these power-ups and i thought maybe the acorns would buy more power-ups there are power-ups where you can clear rows at like big at a time and i started to use them when i didn't have to anymore and i would imagine that when your power-ups run out that's when you might start getting that itch to like hey you know, we can help you get through this for a buck or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I didn't get there yet, but it did start to push back a little bit after about my 90 minutes of playing or so. Got it. I played about like maybe 20 minutes. This was a good time spender. It's like, I'm not doing anything else right now. Let me just click on this game and see what is up. Um, but yeah, I would say 
the trailer didn't do it justice for the gameplay. I think I had to yeah. put a little bit more strategy in my head to start a Pokemon. Like, where do I position my finger first? Where, where is my start and where am I going to end? I want to wrap and get all the Pokemon and then end somewhere where I'm damaging the sugar cubes. That's where I'm at, those levels. Um, I think one complication for me for those particular levels, I want to wrap around the sugar cubes, but you can't. They're all down at the bottom of the platform. So I feel like I'm twirling, but I'm like kind of doing this U or an upside down U shape in order to wrap around the sugar cubes. I don't know. It just didn't seem really fun to me, but hey, it's a free game. It's a Pokemon game. I'm, you know, I'll play a little bit more. I will definitely not spend any money on a free to play game. That's just my, that's just me. That's just my role. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Sounds good. Um, But yeah, other than that, it's a good just, you know, time spender. I did feel a real nice sense of accomplishment when I beat like a level on the final try. And I got to, I think one of the last levels that I played, I lost two or three times and then I beat it on like the final try. You know, oh, nice. So that was cool. And I did feel, I was like, oh, that's fun. And uh, and it felt strategic. And there are like kind of ways you can kind of cheese a little bit. Or I would say you could say, call it a tactic or strategy. But like mm-hmm. you have to get like tomatoes into like a basket, right? So mm-hmm. usually you try to clear everything below it so they fall into the basket. Or you can build a clump and then kind of push them into the basket if you're fast enough, right? Interesting. Okay. And so you can kind of cheese it that way as a little uh, as well. So it's. It's fun. I liked it. I think you should try it, Rebecca. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I think I will. Normally, I don't um, uh, even typically try like these Pokemon Quest type like spinoff free titles just because mm-hmm. I feel like they're designed to like get you hooked and then spend money. Of course. Um, and like the puzzle games, I'm not usually into, but um, I do like the art for this one. I think, you know, I might as well try it, right? If you yeah. guys are, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's approachable. I think a lot of people will, will catch up on with it. Okay. This game. Yeah. I do wish it wasn't touch. It's completely touchscreen. You can't it's use the controller oh, yeah. at all. You, oh, it's um Switch and mobile, right? Yep. And cross oh, progression, I believe. They can go. Oh, really? They can go between the two. Oh, I, I kind of like the sound of that. I think so. That's cool. So cool. Garrett, tell us about the rest of your week. Well, um, I I was kind of the opposite of Rebecca <laughs> this past <laughs> week. I did not like finish anything. I've tried many different things. I did not really hit up much with nintendo games uh, i play a little bit of xenoblade but that's more clearing side quests i didn't really progress with the story that much right now um and are you then, faltering like, at all or just playing other things i'm playing other things okay. like like I'll, I'll go back to it for sure go through the story i think i was a little bit under level where i was in the story too so i'm trying to figure out like what side quests to do and i was like did i just like miss things and i'm like i, I guess i do and it's really hard to catch some of these side quests because it's during a certain day or um, I go back to like, let's say I'm level 51 and then I go back to frontier village. Cause I missed like 10 quests. And I'm like, how did I miss this? Of course it's like 10 different levels in this, this town. And I'm like, okay, the navigation's kind of iffy, but that's just, I mean, that was just Xenoblade at the time. And I think I complained it about it last week. Um, but yeah, played a little bit cafe mix. Um, but like other side things I've done, I've been really into Metro recently. I know that's not a switch game, but I just, I've been into that. Metro Exodus is not a switch game. Right. You didn't say Exodus. You said Metro. Sorry. Sorry. I meant, (laughs) I meant the latest game. I know what you meant. (laughs) Try to catch me. Um, yeah. And I know, uh, Donnie and, and Kevin don't really care for that game. I just want to advocate it advocated from my side i have played the first two metro games 
Um, it's supposed to be dark. It's supposed to be um, hard. It's not supposed to be an easy, approachable game at all. It's a first-person shooter. It's supposed to be depressing. It's supposed to be not colorful at all. So when they said, we're going to make an open-world first-person shooter, I'm like, eh, we'll see how that goes. I love um, this Garrett. You see? It's, yeah. got the, it's got the, listen here, okay? It's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be hard. <laughs> exactly. I got, hey, on point here. This is the Garrett, uh, we, this is the Garrett we come for. That's why we're here. <laughs> uh so far so good though for that game i i'm enjoying it for what it is um i understand its faults i it really sucks i can't fast travel it really sucks that i have to struggle every time i go to point a to point b um but other than that i and the voice acting is terrible there you I, go. I, I, say, it I, sucks I, you have yep. to listen to it this one of the other things <laughs> it's pretty bad i i was it's actually worse than the first two games and which i'm it, so surprised the at. franchise is like known because i played the first ones on playstation 4 when it launched and those are the ones i came to to switch isn't it known for like it's great writing like isn't it like a staple because it's from like a novel right it's all based off like a book i would say not the oh, well it's based off of the book I'm not sure if it's like word for word from like, like, you know, oh, I didn't think that. I just, script. I thought that was kind of the, a point. I thought it was like, it separates itself from other shooters because of its story and its, its background mm. and its dialogue. I don't remember too much about the dialogue that much being that really pressing and, and, and being impressed about it. It's more about the atmosphere mm -hmm. and the world it builds. The first two games, incredible what mm -hmm. they do at the end. Um, it takes a little while to get there and it's, yeah, it's a linear first person shooter, but this one, it just feels like I'm, a, I'm a struggling a little too much going from point A to point B. It's like, all right, guys, when you go open world, you gotta be a little bit more video game like than me just having very limited running and I can't fast travel and you know, it, it, it just I comes up a lot. can't imagine a open world game where you can't fast travel. That sounds like hey, such a drag. Hey, listen here. It's supposed to be hard. It's okay. supposed to be. You're supposed to walk the whole way. <laughs> it's supposed to be like that. No, it's it's breathtakingly gorgeous though. Like what they've done. Really nice look. Yeah. Um the way they did the lighting, um the way they showed um and this is based in Russia, right? This is the apocalypse. It happened and it's in Russia and it's supposed to be very very just grim wasteland, empty and then there's just 50 million monsters around you. And you're supposed to hide. You're supposed to be in the dark and you're just trying to survive. So I think I still get that vibe from that game for sure. Um, but maybe I'll, I'll, I'll mainline it a bit more because you could do some side things in there. But I, it's just a little too much for me. It's like, uh, all right, let's let's go on the story a little bit more and see if it gets better. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, I also played some Divinity Original Sin 2. Now, this is on Switch as yep. well, um, but I played on PC. Uh, with a friend of mine. Let me ask you a question. Um, yeah. Because I always get this confused. Mm -hmm. I get this one mixed up with Pillars of Eternity. I know one of them mm -hmm. is considered amazing. Which one of them is? Like one of them it's, is really, really highly regarded. Divinity is the like highly praised I one. But, so. But Pillars of Eternity, I heard it's really good too. Okay. Um, not not as like well outspoken as this one. Though. I've heard people say, I, I always get confused, but the one, if it is Divinity, and I thought it was, I've heard Divinity has been called like the greatest RPG of all time. Like a lot of people have said that mm -hmm. about that game it has tremendous reviews and stuff. I've always been interested in mm -hmm. trying it, but it's not really my type of game. So I'd only get into it like, like the ground floor. Yes. So um, same thing. I, I didn't know much about it too. I know it was like a D&D &D type of setting. Um, so we played about, 
I would say like a couple hours um, going through the story. So what you do first is create your own characters, very similar to D&D. You could be in any race, any like male or female. You can create your name and your background and what instrument you want to play and what class. It's like all these customizations you can do. And based off of the character you create, the dialogues uh, can change with the characters you meet along the way. Um, Divinity is like a top-down isometric um, point of view. Um, it's like a high elf, high magic kind of setting where uh, you start off, um, in like in prison, you're actually on a ship sailing to a prison Island. Um, and then you basically get like, get crushed by the storm and then some of the prisoners rioted and then you get out. The main point of the game is the interactions you have with the characters themselves. So there's a lot of um, prisoners um, in the boat, and then there's also guards. You can be nice, or you can be mean to them. You can attack them, a quest, um, you can start them, or you can fail them. You can do literally whatever you want in that game. You can be as badass as you want, and you can be a goody two-shoes. It doesn't matter uh, what you do, as long as uh, you know you just go through the story. Um Playing multiplayer is is kind of interesting too. Where me and my friend, we could both, it's 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 like freely to play. So I can have a dialogue with a character, and then my friend can have a dialogue with a completely se- separate character. And like each of our relationship really doesn't matter. It's the characters that have a relationship with us personally. So I don't feel like as much. Um, it's a great multiplayer game where you're like kind of together as, but I can listen to his conversations too, uh, with, with his character. So it's kind of this weird mix. I'm like, Hey, I guess we could be, uh, do a multiplayer game together if you really want to. Um, but a single player is, is just as fine. The combat is turn-based. Um, it is a turn-based, uh, game. That's like magic attacks or physical attacks. You can have buffs and debuffs. So it's, it's, kind of my my road like i, I like that kind it's of stuff it's my jam um, it's a garrett game exactly it's a garrett game. Uh, um but it's going well so far it is incredibly well written um these characters they have such personalities uh that, that and like it it goes off in completely different directions uh these side characters um but yeah i'll play a little bit more and see how it is i think it would be a great switch game to be honest with you it's i mean even the graphics may not be the best but i'm gonna it's pick gonna, it up one day that is one of the games yeah. that I've never played that I want to try that I will pick up on Switch because there will undoubtedly be a day, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's like a deal of the day or a Black Friday deal or something where I'm going to get that game for 20 bucks and I'm totally yeah. going to give it a try. Probably not going to oh, finish it. Probably not going to play for a couple hours, but I want to fi- I want to see what I've missed out on. Mm-hmm. It's uh, And it's also cross-progression. So if you do get on Switch, you can do a cross-progression to PC and everything is, is good there. Um, but that's pretty much it for now. Okay. Start of Last of Us Part Two. Ooh. So I can't wait for that. I can't wait for um, you to hear all my thoughts about <laughs> <laughs> that too. Who um, cares what you think? Here are my thoughts. <laughs> right. Well, it's no. I want to hear what you think. It's just that um, I found a lot of folks. It, it it's a polarizing game. Put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I feel like I've come out on. I don't want to say like the unpopular end because my end is very very popular now. There's a lot of people taking shots at this game, but. I'm taking shots at it with, I think, with good intentions. I'm not like one of the people that are just throwing stones. So I'm, I'm interested to hear. I'm absolutely interested to hear what Garrett thinks. I'm interested to hear actually what everybody on the team thinks. I want to hear mm-hmm. what Haley thinks, Kyle thinks. I can't wait to hear from everybody. 
as fast as possible. You got to beat it like tonight, Garrett. Like, hurry up. <laughs> Stop playing these other games. No sleep. Let's get into this week in Nintendo. And we have a lot of news. Guys, it's probably going to be a long show. <laughs> um, <laughs> Great. Right. Um, okay. The big news that we talked about last week from the Pokemon Presents, right? They said, hey, next week we're going to have another Pokemon Presents. We're like, oh, my uh, God. Let's go, Johto. Here it comes. Everyone. It's going to be. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> um, the Pokemon <laughs> Company has introduced Pokemon Unite, a Pokemon flavored MOBA in the vein of a Dota or a League of Legends. Pokemon Unite is a first strategic Pokemon team battle game. Players face off against each other in five-on-five team battles. During these battles, players will cooperate with teammates to catch wild Pokemon, level up and evolve their own Pokemon, and they will need to defeat their opponent's Pokemon while trying to earn more po- more points than the opposing team within the allotted time. Pokemon Unite will be free to start. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this now. Pokemon Unite is being in- developed in partnership with Tencent Games... Timmy, T-I-M-I Studios. They're the folks that made Call of Duty Mobile, apparently. I did not know that. Um, And a lot of people are angry. (laughs) The video on YouTube (laughs) has 170,000 dislikes in 24 hours, outweighing the actual likes. There are petitions. They released like a second trailer. It's also being, I don't know, like-bombed. I don't know what you call that. But there are a lot of people that are angry. So, and and, and let's go ahead and ask the question now. Brennan wants to know, why the hell do people have to be pissed off about Pokemon Unite? Uh, well, <laughs> I think the the biggest thing is how they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, it absolutely feels like it should have been something that was in last week's presentation. It definitely wasn't because Tencent probably absolutely insisted it was by itself because they have such pull and such power to do that. They're huge. Um, do you think if they swapped this and Snap, people would have been happier? I don't think there would be outrage. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would increase the interest in this game, but I don't think people would be as angry about it. I think that this was hyped up and I know the fans hype themselves up more than they should, but I think we also had like some reason to be hyped up and like, this is not is your reason because there were a lot of Johto Pokemon behind him in the video. But that's one thing you can't say that that, that didn't look like a hint. And I know <laughs> fans see things and hint them, but you would think that this would be a bigger announcement. Mm-hmm. Regardless of that, if yeah. that hint that wasn't a hint wasn't there, I don't think that matters. This to me wasn't, and to everyone else, it doesn't seem like it should be its own video. This should have been a standalone video, not like there's more Pokemon news next week. So, so tune in. Yeah, the um, isn't the game. I think it's how they presented the game. Yeah. And then when I saw the gameplay first, I'm like, oh, that looks kind of cool. And then I saw like, you know, them doing the actual match. I'm like, this is a MOBA reskinned. That's what literally it is. It's a reskinned MOBA on mobile. And of course, um, it's going to make a ton of money. It doesn't matter if the Pokemon fans are angry or not. It's going to make a ton of money. Have, have you guys played a MOBA? No. Uh, I have not, but you can see the pool on, wish, on League of Legends. Say, I wish Kara was here. No, I definitely know the pool. I respect it. I've never mm-hmm. played a MOBA. Um, I, I know it's huge in like esports scene and, and the PC space, but I've never mm-hmm. played one. I played a few MOBAs. Now, I understand why people like it. It's not my cup of tea at all. It's There is strategy to it. And like the placement, 
Um, I don't know about phone wise, but for PC wise, you have to be very quick, very fast and, and strategic. And, and I think, you know, a lot of people really, really enjoy it. And that's why they're going to really like this game too. My question is, I know that a lot of MOBAs require like a lot of time commitment and like you have to invest very heavily in it for mm -hmm. those people who are interested in MOBAs. Like if, if somebody is investing all their time in Dota, like I feel like who's the audience that's going to leave that atmosphere of their um, whatever game they're currently invested in to play this. Like it's almost, I'm wondering if it's like, to get people interested in the genre. I don't know. Um, mm. I think it's going to be a lot more interest, uh, a lot more popular. I think in China where Tencent is based out of, mm -hmm. um, I do think that this is to try to get Pokemon more popular in China. Do you think the Pokemon IP, not just the IP, because we understand the IP is popular, mm -hmm. but I'm saying like all the things that kind of go into having a popular franchise, like a Pokemon behind something like this. Do you think that will might lead to events and live streaming and notoriety that not not like I understand League of Legends is huge, but like where it might get a little bit more preference than some of the MOBAs that are out on mobile and stuff like that. Like maybe it starts finding its way in to some of these big esport events and things as kind of like a third or a fourth game on the on the agenda. I think it depends on how good because it it's is. Pokemon. Is it a skinned like MOBA that is just Pokemon, or is it actually going to be like its own? Thing that stands out for its own merits like I, I i don't know i don't know enough about mobas to even answer if it could be i've got a few thoughts on this but before i get into those i also want to ask you guys um because i don't really follow this news as much i think mm -hmm. jason and caroline were way more into this kind of stuff than i ever wanted to be i always had the impression that mobas like a lot of microtransactions right not like they're free to play but mm -hmm. like not necessarily pay to win but pay to be good I guess is like a kind of a way to put it. I haven't, you know, gotten into it yet. I think it's like a battle pass, very similar to like Ooh. Battle Royale. I, I didn't I think about so. that at all. No, okay. it's very much a, a battle pass type okay. of situation and I know, on like, some of them. Is League of Legends the one where you buy heroes, right? You don't even like buy like it's cosmetics and heroes. You can buy like I, a character. You play I think with it's that extra character years, as much yeah. as you want. Yeah. Okay. Um, the second thing that I wanted to say, and again, this is my naive, uninformed opinion. Mm -hmm. When I hear Tencent, I kind of cringe. I, I've heard a lot of really it's controversial like a, things about them. Yeah, isn't that, that a bad thing? Tencent? They have some questionable like, ethics. Human rights. Yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. Tencent is huge. They're oh, no, I get that. Biggest. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. It, but I know. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. I, was, I think of it like worse I than I think of Facebook, and I think I've pretty bad of Facebook. I've talking about that, but I also don't hear enough people talking about that if yeah. all that true so um my opinion by the way i think the game looks kind of fun and i've never been interested mm -hmm. in a moba ever um i have all sorts of questions namely like where was cubone and when can i get a cubone and play with cubone <laughs> um obviously i was a little surprised when i showed it to jack because i actually thought this would be right down jack's alley and i still mm -hmm. do but he wasn't buying it off of like mm. i think it was just the visually the way it looked it was a little crude i mean Part of me wanted to say, like, gameplay-wise, it was like an evolution of Pokemon Rumble, which I really liked. Yeah. I think it's a fun game. And then the whole idea, I, I think I would like the game like this more if it wasn't team-based. It was more single-player. Exactly, know? yeah. Because um, I'm never going to be, like, super into a team-based. And th I'm intimidated, in a sense, to jump into something so competitive because I will always feel like I'm bringing my team down because I kind of just want to play with my Pokemon and I want to beat up Pokemon and catch Pokemon, you know? So it's, mm -hmm. like, I always feel like I'll be 
you know, anchoring the team down. But I'm definitely going to download it and try it. I, mm-hmm. I think it looks pretty fun. I'm way more apt to play this than uh, like Pokemon Go or mm-hmm. like really any of the mobile spinoffs. And I've kind of one of the things I thought about when the Pokemon Unite trailer happened is I've got to stop getting excited for these games and then coming and telling you I'm excited about these games and never playing these games. Because that's exactly what happened with Pokemon Rumble, the latest mobile thing, Pokemon mm-hmm. Masters. Like, I just, I don't oh, do yeah. mobile games. I never do. I never will. Um, but the fact that it comes to Switch and this is more action-oriented, right? You're playing a character and a hero and you could go catch Pokemon and stuff like that. Um, my only real question that maybe you guys can answer is every match, do you start off at the bottom? Yes. And, like, that's the game? Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's that's how you do it. Um, I I think so I you would can't be- like level up, evolve, and then become like a stronger trainer to go into the next battle. There's not even didn't they even say there's not even like type matchups. Like it's it's different than Pokemon. I think. Oh, that I didn't know that. That 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 yeah. kind of blows. <laughs> it's definitely a MOBA. Um, okay. And I think if I was more into MOBAs, like if I played a little bit more and got into the genre, I would definitely be into this. But the fact that I'm so disinterested with MOBAs already. When I see this, I'm like, no, this is not going to do it for me. I don't care if it's Pokemon to be quite honest with you. I'm not going to put the worst genre and the worst platformer for me together. (laughs) That's just me though. Okay. Yeah. Also, we had the Mr. Sakurai presents a fighter from home presentation earlier this week where Min Min arms Mm. herself. That's right. Min Min from the game arms is joining smash brothers ultimate. She'll join the game on Monday, June 29th, and is the first fighter in the Fighter Pass 2, Volume 2, and the 81st edition to the Good Super Lord. Smash Brothers ah. Ultimate roster. Um, remember, the pass is $30. Individual fighters are $6 each. If you think that's expensive, it's because the first pass was $25, but this has an extra character. All right, so you get an extra character. Um, this one has six, but the first one had five. Uh, Min Min has all of her extendable arms, the Ram Ram, the Megawatt, and the laser firing dragon arm. They can be controlled individually in the game with different buttons and access a a diverse range of tools. And she also comes with the Spring Stadium stage. Okay. First things first. I didn't want Min Min. I still don't want Min Min. Mm -hmm. And I voiced those concerns online and was kind of shamed for it. And I uh, didn't appreciate that. Oh, it was one person who you didn't even know said one thing. I didn't know her. Didn't we've even we've know chatted her. a bit. Oh, um, I thought it was one person. I didn't like that that was even like a, a take that you could have. <laughs> I didn't realize that, right? <laughs> yeah, it no. was just like racist. Oh, I was like, what? Uh, I wanted Twin Tail of all things. <laughs> um, but that said, yeah, it was just like, I'm happy that Min Min's in. I'm fine <laughs> with it. Um, I wouldn't have paid for Min Min individually. And I already bought the pass, so it doesn't matter. But like, yeah. that's kind of what I was referring to when I was like, I don't want Min Min because I wouldn't have paid for Min Min. I want a different character. That Got said, her. I think Min Min, the character, what they showed is pretty dope. This is a it serious looks good. design. All kinds of um, str- strategy involved with this fighter. It's not mm-hmm. just like a regular fighter or a clone of another fighter that we already have. It's not a, it's really not even a similar fighter to anything. Exactly. It's very, very different to which I respect. I don't like the stage either. That's another mm. thing about it. The stage is, it's got some cool gimmicks, it's got the drones and it's got the ramps that you can like hop off of. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a bland looking stage Simple. overall. Yeah. yeah. And, and when it comes to fighters, I actually think I'm, I think I've said this plenty of times before. I actually might be more interested in the stages and the music than most of the fighters themselves, even because gotcha. 
I'm not a super Smash fan. Like I'm not going to play hours and hours and hours of Smash. Um, but I think this. I think the stages give me more replay of ability out of the stages than characters I'm probably never going to use. Mm-hmm. Right. Even so, if you don't play as the character, you'll you'll still eventually play the stages. Yeah, I really appreciate a really awesome stage. Yeah. You know. Are there better stages from Arms that they could have picked? I don't. I haven't played Arms. There is yeah, a stage either. in Arms. Now that you said that, because that's a great question. I didn't think about it before. I I just slammed it for not having the stages I want. But now that you said <laughs> that, there is a stage in Arms where it's like steps. Right, you walk up the steps like a garden. I would have much rather had that than than this particularly. But it's okay. I'm gonna I'm nope. gonna get it. I'll play it anyway, and I'll <laughs> probably boot it up and check out Min Min. I love the comic cartoon. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Like the intro, the introduction. Oh, the intro video was yeah. It was like Terry's um, uh, reveal where yes. like they kept yes. trying to grab it, and as soon as they did that, like I, I knew okay, the first like five characters. Now I'm not an Arms fan at all. Um, I haven't played it, but apparently people who know the game really well knew that it was her immediately once they showed like Captain Falcon. The ramen. Ramen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know right away? No. As the Arms. Okay. Did it no. make you nostalgic to play Arms? Because there was a part of me was like. Oh, arms. I remember that I, game. I, I never played arms. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Even Jack yeah. was kind of like, Dad, we should get arms again. Like, there was a part of it just watching it all. I was like, hmm. It did its job then. I think they, yeah. they like hearing that, that it's getting you back interested, that people might buy it because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to just talk a little bit more about the character itself, like what the moves are. She seems like one of the only brawler characters that has a really good reach. Like mm-hmm. that, that reach is fantastic. Like I, I haven't seen a character like that before. Um, and I love the diversity between the, the, the arms themselves. You can have uh, like a melee or like a range attack with the dragon fists. Um, it reminds me a lot of like Ivysaur from project M where you can have like a side tilt beam off to the side like that. You can correctly place characters out of the way and then do that range attack that can totally sweep that character off to the side. Um, and then the reflect, the reflect move that she done, that was out of the blue. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can deflect bullets and Samus is as huge as, you know, bolts. I'm like, cool. Awesome. Um, and, but the recoveries seem rough, um, and you don't want to be in the air. That's what Mr. Sakurai did say. And you don't really want characters too close to. And you don't, yeah, so you don't want to miss because the recovery time, there is kind of a, a delay to get your arm back and charge and ready to throw another one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, she seems cool. I'll be I'll be down to to play her a little bit, see how she feels. And my you know, little Mac and probably. Pikachu is going to tear that tear her to pieces. Are you want to play? Unless it's unless it's Rebecca or Jason playing, in which no, not a case. <laughs> Rebecca's good. Don't let her don't let her hustle you, dude. She's good. You want to play Rebecca? <laughs> like a year. <laughs> She's good. Um, we we didn't talk about the um costumes, the me costumes, which oh, that's I right, yeah. Just so happened to like a little bit better than the character um, Ninjara, oh, yeah. who is um, is he another arms mm-hmm. character? Yep. Um, Callie and Marie from mm-hmm. Splatoon mm-hmm. and Vault Boy, which yeah. I so hard. I'm totally <laughs> I buying Vault Boy. Laughed. It was awesome. I'm totally um, buying Vault Boy, and yeah, like, yeah I was so cool. to do that. No joke. I've bought more me fighter characters than I have DLC fighters. Wow. So far, I uh, do think some of the me fighter characters are better. Than some of the actual characters, mm-hmm. like, and the because, are good. because some I of the me fighter costumes, like Vault Boy and like Cup Boy, they're or Cuphead, they're like regular characters. When you get the whole costume, it's like a different character into the game. Mm-hmm. It's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. So far, I've bought Cuphead, um, Sans from Undertale. I, Sans. I will probably buy Callie I got, Marie. I got Vault Boy. Oh. I don't know if I'll get those two. 
but I did get the Labo set. I'm not sure if you're gonna buy those or they came with something else, but that's also really really cool when you get the visor and everything. So many, my mm-hmm. goodness. You know, to be honest with you, I typically will try. I'll eventually buy all of it because I just I want to have the complete Smash thing, the mm-hmm. ultimate experience. Yes, yeah. and it'll be really hard to ever get me to not have this game or buy it again. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like they come up with a second one and it's like, here's six fires. I want you to buy these six more. I'm like, no, <laughs> no son, I got this game. It's got a hundred characters and I'm good. I want them to get to a hundred characters. Oh, I, I believe yeah. in them. That's, that's, <laughs> you need 20 more. That's a yeah. lot. There's no, there's too many. <laughs> <laughs> Just put in Fire Emblem characters. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> I did see a tweet. I don't know this to be sure. I saw a tweet mm-hmm. though that said that, um, cause I didn't do the spirit board, but apparently mm-hmm. Min Min is a spirit. Yes, yeah, so spirits can be fighters. Ah, cool. that throws everything out the window. All everything. kinds of stuff. Got to come up with rules. Like I have talked about this so many times with people this week, where they'll say, "Oh no, that can't be a fighter." That's that's what gamers. XYZ. That's what we do. That's we come up with these rules. There's no rules. Like every time people try to come up with rules, they get broken. <laughs> that's what we do as gamers. Anybody like, can make it in Smash. Rules and semantics. <laughs> Are you saying Travis can make it in Smash? Yeah, at this point. Anybody can sure. make it in Smash. Sure. Travis has a really good chance compared to, I think, a lot. I mean, that could be an assistant trophy, right? Don't say that. <laughs> Nobody wants. Why would you do that to me? Don't say that. That would. That's that a would, really good assistant that trophy. That would break my heart to see that. No, so great, there's no for Smash fighters anymore. Don't. Uh, don't tell me otherwise. Um, I just also want to say that Sakurai is the most wholesome man ever. Um, oh my goodness. You, you can tell he genuinely like loves what he does oh, he loves sure. the fans i love him do you love his house he's his awesome. big entertainment dope. center he had every console like a 20 consoles Just under the thing on the line yeah, yeah. what I a good it. man what a like and a subtle was- flex he was like when i play games at my house when we bring people over they have their own tv to play and here's my tv and it's <laughs> 80 inches and theirs is 50 inches and i have every console it's and, so good and it was and so funny that everybody on twitter was like he's amazing actually <laughs> plays two characters one with each hand to yeah. demonstrate like what a guy i love him do you imagine playing nice. him against smash like oh. <laughs> toby fox played against him remember he invited toby fox to his house and they played together I don't, but sure. I don't either. But he did play with two hands with two controllers, like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, goodness I love gracious, that. so good. Um, so yeah, please be excited. More Smash Brothers. We knew that Yay. that news was coming. Remember, was it two weeks ago? We're like, where's all the news, mm-hmm. Nintendo? And I, yeah, mm-hmm. like here comes your Smash news, and I'm excited to see what happens next. Are you guys going to play Smash like when Min Min comes out? I think that's the point. Like, are you going to get back into Smash? I want to. I'm now. Not. I'm not. We'll see where the game, <laughs> where my game, like, you know, uh, if progress is. If somebody said, hey, you want to hop on Smash for a little bit tonight? I would. Ooh. I wouldn't do it by myself. Listen to that, Shaq Faithful. You know, Shaq Smash Night. <laughs> um, Shaq, or Smash has definitely become like a digital collection thing for me. It's more about just having all of the stuff than actually ever using or playing it. <laughs> Never actually going to play the game anymore. Even Jack doesn't play anymore. Like, we've, we're kind of over it, but I still want to have it. Mm. I feel like it's important. Like to have a game so big and so grand, it's important to kind of support it. So. That's me with collecting the Pokemon where like, yeah. I'm not playing it, but here's my Urshifu. That's exactly, exactly kind of how I feel about Smash. I'm like, well, I gotta, yeah. I gotta have it. Look at all these other things I got. Gotta have all of it. <laughs> uh, Nintendo chills mobile ambitions after Animal Crossing success. This article came from Bloomberg, which I did read, Garrett, when you posted it, but I'll yeah. reread a couple things here. Nintendo companies are retreating from the $77 billion mobile gaming arena 
after disappointing results deflated once lofty ambitions. Year-on-year revenue are decreasing for all games except for Pocket Camp, probably due to New Horizons release. And uh, they're nowhere near the top of the mobile competitive market. And further explain that, quote, you need hundreds of attractive characters to make a good gotcha game, and only Fire Emblem has that. They do not want to damage their brands with gotcha schemes, and they feel like Nintendo franchises shine best with designed by Nintendo controllers. Mm -hmm. I think this should make a lot of Nintendo core classic Nintendo fans very happy. I was Mm -hmm. always concerned that their mobile business might rival their own business, but I would say that I was more concerned that they would actually bring real, quote, real games to mobile, which they never seem to do. I think they Mm -hmm. weren't planning to. I don't know, because every one of their mobile games that they brought were mobile game, like mobile inspired, mobile developed, mobile dev games. And I think they would have seen all kinds of success if they put Pokemon Red on mobile. Like if they went the Square Enix route, five bucks, they would have sold tons. Um, Any of their NES (laughs) library, Nintendo Switch Online, bring any of that to mobile with mobile controls. And I think it would have sold gangbusters, but they never went that route. They went... Pocket Camp and Heroes, and I liked Heroes. Of all the games they put out, I played it them the good. most. Uh, Mario Run, which was okay. It mm-hmm. was a good, decent, but I don't... I always hated... Mm, I always loathe the idea that to be a mobile game, it has to be, you know, quote-unquote, a mobile game, whatever that term means, mm-hmm. right? I was like, just put... You know, if they put their actual good games on mobile, people would buy them. So... And I get it. They probably wanted the recurring revenue, you know, not the one-time fee. Right. Nintendo's library is definitely big enough they could do it. And people are emulating their games anyway already on mobile. My thing is, and I think I what you just said is also completely true. I think that's one route that they could have gone that would have made a lot of sense. To me, I question the franchises that they did choose to make mobile. I always wondered why didn't they take something that makes perfect sense for mobile, like Nintendogs or Brain Age or something that like they're not hmm, making games been good. for those franchises anymore. I think like, Dr. Have, Mario was a good one in that kind of realm. That, too, right? that was a good one. That was yeah. a good one. Um, but imagine like a Nintendogs type mobile game like that. I feel like could have worked. That's the kind of game that I would rather play on mobile than console. Imagine a real Animal Crossing game on mobile. Yeah. Not, that would be interesting. Not one with yeah. cooldowns and microtransactions on it, but like a real mobile crossing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have. I think the like you know the advising of of a mobile game is like they they really wanted it to be a mobile game because look at how much revenue mm-hmm. that the other mobile games are getting just because of this gotcha scheme, right? It's these microtransactions. It's like Nintendo's like, well, if we want to go the mo- mobile route, this is the route to go. Now, I understand the route you're taking is that maybe we want a real Nintendo game and put it out there. And I wish they did. But I think their line of thinking was that's a one-time purchase. That's a one-time purchase game. You, sure. It's not going to be a reoccurring. Like these people in the mobile market, they're secretly paying thousands of dollars. Like it's just getting out of their bank So what account. do you think of the idea? Because I've been, I've been pitching this for I feel like forever. Nintendo Switch Online accounts to mobile. And if you're a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber, you could click in and you could play Mario Bros. You could play Mario Bros. with touch controls. That would be perfect. Or with an I, attached I, controller. And you're you're getting re- recurring revenue from them. And like I said, how many people out there with Androids are already playing Mario Bros. on their phone? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Monetize I mean, the market. I hear you. 
I'm glad that they retreated as well. I mean, it it was clearly in the tea leaves when it wasn't doing so well during this era. It's like, man, Dude, we are not going to do mobile. Mario Kart mobile sucked. Yeah. Oh, I never I said played it that sucked too. the day it came out. I didn't play it, but I um, was working at a high school when that came out, and every kid was playing Mario Kart Tour. Mm-hmm. It was so popular. I mean, it was as popular as it actually was. PSVG Land, the day it hit and everything. And I remember I played it for about an hour, and I was like, I don't want to play this. And I turned it off and I no. removed it. High schoolers were into that. Hmm. I, I guess it just didn't have the hook as as these other mobile games are. And that's I think that's where, like, the, around this timeline, when they release it, that's where you start to see where the reoccurring payments were. Do you imagine, but, like, a Splatoon thing, like a, like a Fortnite or, like, some of those mobile shooters do, if they could have done something like that? I mean, they could. I just so there, don't like There are avenues, to, and it's... Yeah. I think they just never really... Com- they didn't commit to it. Mm-hmm. No. That they definitely too. put money into it, and they definitely made money. I, I love this Bloomberg article. They're like, Nintendo, they made... Yeah, I heard, like, last (laughs) I was hearing was that the the one Fire Emblem game was making a ton of money. I'm pretty sure it made, like, a billion dollars in one year. I wouldn't call it a failure by any means. It's not a failure, but it's nowhere near. That's it. It pales in comparison to the others. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I think if they had taken some of those games, like, you still have the Gacha games, put some of your back library on it, like I said, in a subscription form. Um, Because that's what Square Enix didn't do, right? They put mm-hmm. some of their games on there, but it's like $20 premium fee. It's crazy. Yeah. Make them subscribe to it. Like you're going to subscribe <laughs> to Nintendo Switch Online. That totally works. And you get to give them ads to buy Switches. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so like I think that made all the sense in the world. And then I would have loved, like you said, Rebecca, and just regurgitating your thing, you know, Nintendogs. Man, I want Nintendogs mobile game. That's something I would actually play. Like you could take your dog for a walk, if, like in really a Pokemon Go type thing. Like what if they made a Street Pass game for mobile? Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing, actually. They have actual IPs that would work so well for mobile. Yeah. So <sighs> I don't know who was consulting them. I feel like I could have made tons of money for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Like, this totally would work. And when they announced, I'll never forget it, when they were like, we're partnering with DNA, we're going to buy a part of the company, we're going mobile. I was like, this is the end. Nintendo <laughs> this is the end a, of Nintendo. Because in my head, I'm thinking of all the ways that I would Nintendo mobile, and I'm like, they're going to make billions <laughs> So that's, yeah. I remember how you keep saying like how a Nintendo streaming service could work. They're going to do a streaming service, but they're going to do it like in a completely ridiculous way that mm-hmm. we don't like at that all. Ruins it. That ruins it instead of taking all of your good ideas. <laughs> I think uh, by that time, I think Disney will own Nintendo and they'll just make it happen oh, for them. That's yeah. not going to happen. That's, Disney owns cool. everybody. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> My goodness. She's like, stop. Let's move on. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca, would you tell us what's going on with Animal Crossing? Yes, this morning we received our second um, update trailer for New Horizons. We're getting um, a summer update in two waves. Um, The first wave was outlined starting on July 3rd, which is next week already. Um, They are bringing back swimming and diving into the game, which was a feature in New Leaf. Um, You can buy a wetsuit to go swimming and a diving suit to go diving, dive under the water, collect shells, um, that can be not not just shells, but like little sea creatures, like sea stars and sea anemones that can be donated to mm-hmm. the museum. Um, when I saw this news popping on Twitter and in the Discord, I legit thought that you could go underwater and there was like new game content like underwater. Like you dive, there's like a new level and everything. And then no. when somebody was like, you can dive again. And then I saw an animation of just <laughs> diving down and bringing something. I was like, that's it. Like think like Ocarina of Time where you dive to go get something at the bottom and you come back up to the yeah. surface. I, it was my thought when this happened. I was like, that's it? That's, oh, no. 
<laughs> um, no, it's not like that. But it, it was something that was in New Leaf that people noticed was missing that um, probably should have been in the base game. But hey, they're giving it to us as an update instead. Um, they also showed if you can dive up a scallop, I think it was. Um, the old otter character, Pascal. Um, he's an otter that will um, come and talk to you and ask to buy the scallop from you. And if you give it to him, he will give you um, a recipe in the mermaid series. And the mermaid furniture actually looks pretty nice. Yeah, I think it looks I'll good. I collect that um, and make a room out of mermaid furniture. Pascal's pretty cool. He's very philosophical. Mm -hmm. um, they're bringing back a lot of these characters that like, I think are going to be here for like one time type things. I wish that they had more permanence to them. Yes, like all over once she's gone. He's gone. Um, the, um, the, the two retail workers, um, were there for the wedding. Then they're going to be gone. Pascal okay. probably be gone after the summer. I don't know if he's there year round. Um, we saw an update to Gulliver, which was a little bit ambiguous. Normally Gulliver, um, washes up on the shoreline. Um, every right. so often you can try to find his radio parts. He'll send you something in the mail. If you help him get home, they showed him dressed as a pirate, um, yes. I didn't really say if like what that means. It wasn't anything. <laughs> it was literally the dialogue and that's it. It kind of looked like a new character at first. Like it could have been like his brother or cousin or something, but mm -hmm. it's Gulliver. And I, I think it might just be like an update to the items he gives out. Maybe it'll be pirate themed or something. Yep. It, they didn't elaborate on it. It probably won't be anything that spectacular. I don't know. Um, but that was it for wave one. They teased um, that wave two will be coming in early August. Um, so that's all that we have for July. Uh, at the background of the wave two update screen, we saw fireworks. Um, in previous oh. Animal Crossing games, August is fireworks season, where every Saturday or Sunday, um, there are fireworks shows at night. Um, oh. And you can do various things. So they didn't say what wave two is, but it's probably going to be fireworks show related. Nice. Now it did not move the needle to me. I, same thing as you, Donnie, when I saw the diving going in, I was like, yeah, that's it. Okay. And then I'm like, I showed this to my girlfriend. I was like, Hey, did you check this out? It's like, wait, you can dive. I thought we were getting, I thought like, like expansion, you know, like the Island. Yeah. Tour. When I, when I saw the news, they're like, we're going diving. I was like, oh, that's cool. It's like underwater levels. And I saw somebody just yeah. dive and come back up. I was like, Oh no. I don't know. People are very like nostalgic about New Leaf right now, but like mm -hmm. I remember back then, like diving wasn't that great. Um, I honestly do think this probably should have been in the base game, and they are they're calling this a new update. Uh, they're just giving us back all of the features that should have been there to begin with. Um, they're really just, fleshing this out. I Mario Maker has been updated, guys. You can jump now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. like it. I don't know. It'll be fun. And I'm glad to have more things to collect for the museum ultimately. Um, mm -hmm. And I, do, I am going to collect the mermaid um, recipes, um, furniture. Um, but yeah, I think <laughs> they could have done a lot of things for the summer. Like this is an island. We could have had a beach party. We could have had yeah. barbecues. We could have had like, I can think of a ton of things that they, that they could have added. Now, obviously I'm having fun because I'm not actively playing this game. So I'm, I'm making jokes. <laughs> yeah. But is there a part from the fan base? And I feel like I'm I'm getting dangerously close to like Pokemon fandom territory here. This game has sold so much. At what point it's like, look, we gave you all the money. 
make better things like are we there yet i don't think so right it's got way too early for that but like if they do this for a few more months people are going to be upset right my personal opinion is that they have the full year of updates planned already yeah Uh, that they already know that they're going to be adding you know jack back for halloween they're going to be adding jingle for christmas like they always do add brewster and all the other characters in there somewhere um for the non-holidays um just to add them back um i think they know what they're gonna add already i don't think that they're really giving us anything new because diving and swimming isn't new it's new to new horizons but it's not new for animal crossing mm-hmm. um there was even mermaid furniture in previous games this one looks more updated and more nice but um it's definitely yeah. feller you know yeah. it it's, it's, that way, yeah. it's just sprinkling on it's like hey remember you know you still have this game um, why don't you go back to it and just do this little thing for like you know, a few hours? Yeah. It's and I think they're going to keep doing this. You know, you say you plan it out for a year ahead, but now that they know the sales, what's going to happen next year? And like I said, for the August, if it does end up being the fireworks show, it's like okay, but I was already expecting that because in every other Animal Crossing game, August mm-hmm. has been fireworks season. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm like, totally expecting Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. They're probably the update's probably going to be just like what every other. But I'm also like super ecstatic to go. Like I'm. That's when I'll go back to Animal Crossing. I'll play Animal Crossing every Halloween for the next five years. Halloween is very fun in Animal Crossing. Yes, I'm going virtually trick or treat. That's like a really good point though, because I feel like summer is generally a slower time of the year in Animal Crossing. There's generally more things to do in autumn and winter in Animal Crossing games, um, which is maybe why I was hoping that there would be some more. How cool would it be if you and your friends could get together and play baseball? (laughs) You want to bring all? (laughs) That would be cool to yeah. How would be cool (laughs) to play friends together and play some sports? You know, that'd be awesome. Summertime, play baseball for a month. That'd be great. I feel like every month should come with like an exclusive event like a battle pass like a like other games are doing this like i don't understand they should have like some gameplay related event you know not just furniture and clothes like let me do something new Mm -hmm. why can't you play like hide and seek or something or you Mm -hmm. know something i don't know how many people you used to be able to play hide and seek with villagers and other animal crossing games there you go yeah they're gonna add it back in an update and call it new content check out this awesome thing we've did (laughs) 4.99 (laughs) <laughs> no no that, that's i think that's the silver lining here is that we're not having to pay for it it is of free course. updates i would that's have true. had to wait until august for fireworks season anyway so it's like i don't know i i'm lukewarm about it i'm glad that we're getting it but they're really uh they're not setting the world on fire here gotcha i didn't okay. write this down but i did want to talk about it so um deadly premonition 2 got mm-hmm like 20 minutes of gameplay the ign mm-hmm. Summerfest. this is a game that i played i enjoyed i pre-ordered the second one i was looking forward mm-hmm. to it hoping that it would be you know modernized a little bit better guys it looks like hot garbage yeah <laughs> it there we go awful it looks terrible it looks worse than the original <laughs> um i I'm enjoying this. I'm sorry, Donnie. I counterpicked this game on my fantasy uh, got credit got games. And it hurts. I paid I'm $50 win. for this. I nice. can't get a refund. It's over. <laughs> like That's amazing. They had a cutscene where they came out of the cutscene. They're like an open world where they mm-hmm. walk into, like they turn and they open a door. And I swear it was like three frames a second. It was like, eh, uh, oh my uh, God. I was like, what is this garbage? Why are you doing this? 
Not happy about it. Also, um, the new Game Plus Expo happened this week where Suda51 opened the show (laughs) with his big head blocking out all the No More Heroes stuff in the background. So he was showing some some stuff behind there. I still hope the game is this year. They haven't said that it's not. Um, So I'm still very, very eager and excited for No More Heroes 3. But if if you've been following, there was a little something you can catch in the corners for about 20 seconds or so. Mm -hmm. And that's so Suda. (laughs) <laughs> that was kind of funny <laughs> and it, like afterwards it came out and he was like there must have been a mistake in the video production or something like a technical difficulty oh my god i like how bad quality he was too yeah. <laughs> like it was a zoom background <laughs> they put everything in and zoomed it and then they're like all right now lower the resolution in half <laughs> just blur everything all right let's 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 speak about these other awesome jrpgs <laughs> oh um okay so we're at the end of our show here, but I don't want to get one question in. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take our question this week direct from you, Ryan Craig. How often do you buy games on sale that you know you won't play immediately, but you can't turn down such a low price? Hashtag FOMO. Um, <laughs> I bought like six Switch games this week. I bought all kinds of games. <laughs> oh I bought uh, Dragon Quest Builders. I got Pokemon Mystery Dungeon for Father's Day. I bought this game called like Neon Drive or something. I played it. It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you buy it then? Because it was like 50 cents and it looked cool, but it's not. Of course. I thought it was like a driving game. It's not. You like click the bumpers to like shift left and right on like a track. It's like, what is this garbage? Yeah. So, uh, Ryan, I do this all the time. (laughs) Like constantly. If there's like a game, it's like $3. I'm like, sure. Yeah, when I read this question, I'm like, I'm personally offended. Dad, how do you know me? <laughs> I I buy games all the time where I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a good deal. I'll get to it when I get Hashtag to it. You jump know? rope challenge. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do it to um to an extent. Um I try not to. Like I, I think I'm pretty good with um the self-control with it. Like if I am already in the middle of playing a lot of stuff, I won't, but um, we were talking right before um, the podcast um, that I will download a lot of free games like from mm-hmm. Epic Game Store and stuff like that, that I will probably never touch for years. <laughs> uh, but just like it's free, I can't help it. Digital so. hoarding. It is. Um, mm-hmm. So it has to be like real cheap. Otherwise, I'm um, I can wait. Yeah. Uh, but there are some games like I have. I have a couple unopened games sitting over there that like I, I last week I got Dragon Quest Builders two. So in the last ten to fourteen days, Dragon Quest Builders two, uh, Mystery Dungeon we got that Neon Drive, Castlevania Collection, Walking Dead, Mark of the Ninja Remastered, Super Bit Blaster XL, and oh, what is wrong with you? Man, yeah. that would stress me out. That's it. And but I do that weekly, so. Everybody like when when I'm in the in the Discord and I'm like I need a new SD card. People are like, what are you doing? It's like, I have like 300 Switch games. <laughs> and it's usually when they're on sale. Like I don't buy them full price. Don't get me wrong, right? But when they're on sale, mm-hmm. you get a game yeah. down. Once a game for okay, here's a better way of asking the question: At what price point of a game is like an instant buy purchase for you? Like if you have any remote interest and it hits this mm-hmm. price, like you're in no matter what. It depends on the game, but like if if it's like I've been eyeing a bit, and but it's something really, on your wish list. Uh twenty bucks. I'm about the same. Yeah, like once yeah. it gets to like twenty, fifteen or below, I'm I'm told I'm like, yep, I'm just gonna grab it. Yeah, I almost that, bought Slay the Spire last night. Oh my god! And I've made fun of that game for like a year. <laughs> Donnie, it's on PC. I have it on Game, game Pass. Pa- 
Games Pass for PC. I have it, and I almost bought it. Daddy, what are you doing? It was on the, the GameStop was like, buy one, get one, like physical copies. I was like, I'll try it, and if I don't like it, I can trade it back. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, my goodness. But it was actually, like $9, right? Mm-hmm. This past weekend, I got this. I actually went off to GameStop for the first time in a while, mm-hmm. uh, and I got uh, this game that's on 3DS, and apparently, it's a, I, I love getting these niche JRPGs, even though I never play them. Like, I like the style of them, and I like, yeah. you know, playing them for, like, the first hour or so, but I can't play, like, hundreds cool. of hours. They're cool. Yeah, and, they're cool, but they take yeah. 400 hours. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, uh, that's what I do with those. Um, actually, you remember, I, I hacked the Vita TV, so I, I put, like, 128 gigs on this thing. Um, I go back to my download list. I'm like, oh, I bought that game? on the store that i actually play uh, did i actually buy digimon cyber sleuth where i was talking <laughs> to you guys out i was gonna buy on switch it's like oh yeah i have that game on vita yeah, yeah this so. is my life i feel much better at home now so i don't feel so shamed in in past check rotations i'd be shamed for this <laughs> <laughs> and then um the first time i saw all my games together except for nintendo but all my games together in one thing it was god galaxy and i just saw the line of games i'm like <sighs> makes you feel is, good, doesn't it? Well, it, it makes me feel good. <laughs> it's like I have a problem, and I'm admitting it. I'm glad I'm admitting it now, and I'm 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 reprimanding by buying more games. You're that's, on the road to recovery, no. yeah, kind of. That's why, I, yeah. It's like hack with 3ds. I love seeing all my icons all together and everything. Yeah, I do have that about me. I really do. I will pop mm-hmm. on a real cheap game. I think mm-hmm. I had somebody ask me. It was like a month ago. Travis strikes again at GameStop. Physical copy. Was like nine fifty, mm-hmm. and somebody was like, "Is it worth it now, Donnie?" And I was like, "Dude, any Switch game at nine fifty physical right. is worth it. You can absolutely sell it for more than that." What are you talking about? It's nine dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's not that at all. I've paid more for salads. What are you talking about? <laughs> I want the kind of salads that you're getting. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah like like a great I love salad. It. All right, that's gonna do it for this week here in the Nintendo Shack. We thank you for chumming over and hanging out with us and talking all things Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll check you next week, Kooplings. Good night. Bye-bye.